One of the main reasons that davening is so hard for us so often, so many people feel how hard it is to pray, to daven, one of the main reasons of that is because we don't believe in Hashem enough. We haven't connected our amuna with our das. We haven't brought down the supernal aspect of our souls experiencing God into our regular human consciousness. Because if we were to experience true God consciousness, we would love davening because we would be feeling that we're speaking to Hashem. The more that we're able to bring into our God consciousness the presence of God, that we're like Reb Tzadik HaKoyin from Ulbino, he says, Hakaras Hanoichach, to recognize the one in front of us, recognize before whom we are, as Martin Buber called it, the I and Thou with God. The more that we really felt that when we said, say to God, Baruch Atah, you in the second person, address God, the ultimate infinite thou, if we really felt that, our davening would be extremely different. Our davening would be, as the Kuzari writes, the most beautiful part of our day. And that's why in this week's Parsha, in this week's Parsha, we have the mitzvah of davening. This week's Parsha has the second section of the Shema, where it says, To serve God with all your heart. And Rashi brings from the famous Gemara in the beginning of Tainus, what does it mean? How do you serve God with your heart? That's what prayer is. Prayer is serving God with the heart. Serving God with the heart. And primarily, what's the, what does it mean to avoid the What's it about? It's about making God consciousness your consciousness. Making one's das, filling one's das with the presence of God. That's what it means to serve God with all your heart. And so the Gemara in Brachis and Daflamid Beis wants to, brings a story, a story to show what it means to serve God with one's heart to what extent. We know that the Gemara says that when one is davening, one has to be so completely in God's presence that one doesn't answer anyone that's speaking to you, even a king. And the Gemara clarifies Dafka, a, a, a king of the Jewish people, that it wouldn't be dangerous for the person, etc. A king that would understand. But even if the king asks a person how they are while they're davening, one should not respond. One should not respond to the king. And so the Gemara, and that's how much with one's heart, one is fully engrossed, one is fully in God's presence when one is praying. And so the Gemara wants to bring a story to show to what extent a person is supposed to be one is supposed to have one consciousness completely involved in God by prayer. The Gemara says like this, There's a story of one righteous person that was praying along the road. He had stopped by the road to pray. And an officer, one of the great uh, noblemen, you know, in those days, in the days of medieval times, etc., or Talmudic times, the noblemen owned the serfs, they owned the people that lived on their land, and they had the power of life and death in their hands, these noblemen, barons and earls, etc. So a sar, a certain nobleman came, and gave to this righteous person who was davening, Shalom, he said to him, hello, and this chassid did not respond to him. This duke or this earl 
said to this chassid, Shalom Aleichem, and the chassid was in the middle of Davin Shemona Esrei, Loi Hechzer Loi Shalom, he didn't respond, he didn't give him back a Shalom. Himten Loi, this officer, <coughs> this nobleman waited at Shetziyam Tfilosai until the chassid finished his prayer. L'achar Shehaya, L'achar Shetziyam Tfilosai, after he finished his prayer, Omerlei, the officer said to him, Reka, empty one. That's what he called him, an empty one. It says in your Torah, Be careful and watch your soul. You have to be careful, carefully watch your life, which from which we learn that one is obligated to do anything to save one's life. We know Mechal Shabbos to save a life. We do every sin in the Torah to save a life except the big three. The big three of idol worship, murder, and illicit sexual relations, anything other than those three, we profane, we do any sin necessary to save a life. So this officer, this nobleman said to this chassid, your Torah says to watch a life, to be, to one has to watch one's life. When I said hello to you, why did you not respond? I could cut off the, your head from your body with a sword, and nobody would say anything to me. I have the right to cut your head off from your body with a sword. So the chassid said, wait, 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 calm down. Give me a chance to be mefais, to explain myself to you. Bidvarim, with words. Let me try to explain. And he said to him as follows, If you were standing in front of a king of flesh and blood, and your friend came to you and gave you, said Shalom Aleichem to you, if you were standing in front of a human king, and your friend came and started talking to you, would you tell the, would you respond to him? Would you say to the king, wait one second, let me respond to my friend? Amalei lav, the, the, this, Officer, the nobleman said, "Of course not." And the chassid continued, "If you would have spoken to your friend when you're standing in front of the human king, what would they have done to you?" And the nobleman responded, "They would cut my head off." And the chassid responded, "How much more so?" You would have stood in front of a human king that today is alive and tomorrow will be in the grave. I that was standing before the king of all kings, a that is existent for all eternity how much more so how much more so when I'm standing before God can I not respond to anybody that asks me says Shalom Aleichem to me in other words the Gemara and, and Venespias and the Gemara says that the nobleman understood because this is how much one has to serve God with one's heart but the question is, ask the Ben Yoyoda, the Ben Ishchai, ask a question, as I heard from Reb Surly Bornstein in his wonderful classes on the Lakewood app for Dafyomi. Reb Surly Bornstein said over from the Ben Ishchai and Ben Yoyoda asks a Gavaldik a, a terrific question on this Gemara. But how did he really answer him, this Chassid? We know that according to Torah, one is not allowed to put their life in line, their life in danger, except for the big three. So what this nobleman was saying to the chassid is seemingly according to Torah. Why did you not respond to me when I said to you, Shalom Aleichem? And, and the Gemara in Baruchas actually says, again, if a non-Jewish king talks to you in the middle of Shema Nesra, you're allowed to respond because they, they, they don't understand. They're not part of the religion, etc. So the Ben Yoyada, the Ben Yishchai asks, how is the chassid allowed to not respond to this nobleman? How is he allowed to put his life in danger like this? 
The Torah says, V'nishmartem by the Nafshaseichem, one has to guard one's life. And the Ben Yoyada explains that that's what the Gemara is coming to say. It's not that, it's not a question of whether he was allowed to or not. The Chassid didn't hear the king. La'avdei b'chol levavchem, he was in a meditative trance. Prayer to serve God with one's heart means to be in a meditative trance. One is, loses awareness of one's surroundings. One is only in the presence of Hashem. That's what it means to daven with all one's heart. Halavai, we should say one true word of prayer.